Hey friends, welcome back to the Gentle and Lowly podcast. My name is Addie Ott, your host, and in our episode today, first, welcome to 2024. Woohoo! It's the end of January 2024, so we're almost done with the first month, but welcome nonetheless. And for our topic today, we are going to be talking about seeing the good in everything. So with that, let's jump into our episode, to our first segment, and a few updates and things. You may have noticed we did take a break from the podcast for December and just the first kind of part of January, just to really be present in December to celebrate Christmas and for me just to spend time with my family. As many of you guys know, this is something that I currently do on the side, even though I love podcasting so much. It is absolutely a passion of mine, definitely one of the passions that I feel inspired to do and excited to do, but also just knowing it's important to rest. And so I really pray that your Christmases were also refreshing and relaxing and just a lot of fun too. And had a slower start in January. And I did that intentionally a little bit just to take some time to really focus in on the year and dream with the Lord. Like, what are the goals you want me to set personally, you know, as an individual, but then also professionally, you know, for my job that I'm in and also stewarding this job slash ministry as well. So with the podcast, there's some really exciting things. I know I've teased it and talked about it so much, but my book, Fellowship Over Followers, is going to come out very, very soon, so you can stay tuned for that, and we're going to be doing a very exciting stuff on the podcast. I guess I'll say that. I, I can't really give it away totally yet. Just a little teaser there, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be so much fun. It will be here before you know it, and we have some a couple guests coming up for February, so I'm really excited for those episodes, but I really want to think through what are the conversations and what are the things that God is teaching me, and what do I need to press into this year, and also for this community, what are some of the things that maybe God wants to grow us in together. So I just wanted to take that time, and so, you know, it's been three weeks in January, and it's been a lot of fun, honestly, just to ease into the year. And as you may know, like social media and graphic design is a big part of my other job and work and things. And so even if I wasn't as active here on the podcast or even our Instagram on Gentle and Lowly Co., know that I was still online and things, but it just was a little bit of a rest for me, especially as a creative being pulled in multiple directions it's really healthy to take those breaks and to rest and to get clear on the goals and just the vision and stuff. So we can talk about that forever, but that's really not what this podcast is about. You know, if you are new to the podcast, I just want to personally say welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And it is, I guess, technically this would be season two for counting it with like each year and stuff. So yeah, it's season two. So that's cool and crazy at the same time. And for like the new season, this new year of the podcast, we're going to change up our layout a little bit. So instead of happies and crappies, those are going to retire, we're going to introduce a couple new segments and it'll make sense, but 
I just want to really focus more on the things that God is doing and not that, you know, the good and the bad things during the week, not that those are important, but I think it might be able to connect with you and just what you're going through throughout your week and just help you be able to see the bigger picture of what God is doing throughout your week as well. And it's going to challenge me again too. So the first segment, I guess, let's just jump in. We are going to be introducing some kind of music of the week because I love music so much. Hands down. Love it, love it, love it. I'm team Spotify. Sorry, Apple Music people, but I just love Spotify. Had it since college. I was late to the game, but that's fine. Whatever. And have fallen in love with it. I love it. And Spotify for podcasters, shameless plug. It's how I upload this podcast. So it's an awesome tool. Take advantage of that. But anyways, I always am listening to music or podcasts, or even you can read books, you know, audiobooks on Spotify as well now, which is awesome. But even if it's instrumental music, like trying to get into the flow, if it's like really like a text heavy document or something that I'm editing, you know, graphic design or video or something, then just having some kind of instrumental music, I guess with video, would have any kind of music on really, because you really want to be precise, you know, listening to the file, the project you're working on and everything. But when it comes to graphics and stuff, like I am most of the time there's music playing. I mean, even before this, like press and record for this episode, I had like instrumental music on and it leads me to this thing. It's really cool. I didn't know about this. Maybe it's like a new thing. I don't think it's new this year, but if you have Spotify, you can go to the search and you can type in your day list. That's all you do. Just type in day list and Spotify creates this custom playlist for you where it's like these curated songs and it has like these weird kind of like, I don't want to say wacky, but they're very fun titles that they're probably like AI generated. It's all probably AI and stuff, but it's so much fun and it's genuinely music that I'm like, yeah, this is good. This is exactly what I wanted to listen to, but I just didn't know it. And so I wrote it down because I, I think it's the titles are pretty funny. So this was a couple weeks ago, honestly, but I just was like, this was the first time I did it. So I wrote it down and I was like, I have to remember this. So the first time in like the morning when I looked it up, it was Wanderlust Mountain Monday, which I kind of like that. And then towards the evening, it was Acoustic Modern Classical Monday Evening. It's like, what? And then even tonight, I think it was something about like instrumental and like relaxing or calming or something like that. And so you should try that and tell me what you think about it. I don't know. We can put it in the, you know, put in the captions or put in your review and just be like, yeah, this is what mine was. And tell me if it works. I just found that it's actually really good focus music for me. And I have so many playlists and things. So I love Spotify and music is a big part of my week, like I said, and it's also just as an Enneagram 4, link 3, but in Enneagram 4, definitely music and, and being a creative, like music can evoke certain feelings and emotions. And there's just sometimes things that like ways that God will work throughout music and things. And so I like to be attentive to that and try to press into what God's doing through that. So that's just going to be 
something that we're gonna do. My favorite people, I guess, Chris Renzema. Oh my gosh, love his stuff. Jonathan Ogden. Hopefully I said his name right, but so good. Then some just more like fun, you know, I guess not worship or Christian. The National Parks. Oh man, there's so many. Oh, Gable Price and Friends. King's Kaleidoscope. There's more. Ben Rector, I've talked about them before and everything. So I talk about music quite a bit. Oh, Straw, Strahan, Strahan. I always say his name wrong, but love that stuff. He has an Instagram also, Commoners Collective. I think it's like that prayer kind of Instagram and it's really beautiful. It's so well done. So if you're looking to grow in prayer more this year, it's a great, it's a great resource there. Okay. So that's going to be our first segment, some kind of music of the week and really unpacking that and really pressing into what was really good about it or just like, hey, this is the song, this is what it was, or this podcast, or even this audiobook. You know, I listen to a lot of things. So why not talk about the things that we're learning, right? And maybe we'll be able to learn together. So I just think that's pretty cool. And then instead of really happies and crappies, we're going to transition that into becoming the theme of the week. And this is where I'm talking about even more intentionally pressing in and really seeking like the Lord's heart in what was the big overview picture of the past week. Like what were some reoccurring themes, some things that really like stuck out in my week or my schedule. It could be certain topics that came up. And so it's just like pressing into the day-to-day and being more attentive and aware to what the Holy Spirit's doing, what God's doing, and how we can really be a part of that. And also for me, I just think it personally helps me look at each week as this like bigger theme of like, oh, that's what God was doing. And I can mark or stamp and be like, oh, I, you know, saw tons of his grace this week, you know, stamp like, whoa, like I you can totally see that. Or you could see a lot of his provision or a lot of joy. Like it could be so simple as that, but it also could be so much like depth as well. So it's kind of similar to Happies and Crappies. You could take it, you know, as deep as you wanted to go or surface level, but this is like just that more broader overarching theme. And it kind of pairs you know, in a different way. Maybe this is a stretch. So maybe it is. But, you know, we see in the Bible, like that meta narrative of scripture from beginning to end. And you think about like our lives, they're so short, you know, in the Bible, it says like it's a vapor. But how can we see the larger story that God is, you know, writing on like a large scale beyond just our lives and in our lives, like in our walk with him? So what are like the two kind of themes that might be happening and that that might be influenced by other things as well? So this theme, and usually will kind of relate to the topic of the week a little bit, but the theme for this week was really divine encounters or interactions with people, like things that I didn't really plan for, but they happened and noticing how God met me and others in those conversations. And so just for example, let's see, this past week I sold something on Facebook Marketplace 
and going to meet the person. We ended up just having a very simple conversation, but mentioned church, mentioned Jesus and, you know, our faith and just had a conversation that was generally about faith or church in some way. And I didn't even really know this person, you know, Facebook marketplace, you know, you don't know who you're going to meet or run into. And it's just like, yeah, like just reminded of first Peter three fifteen of always being prepared to share the reason for the hope that's within you, you know, with gentleness and respect and like God can meet us anywhere, you know, even in the parking lot of your supermarket, like your grocery store, when you're selling something on Facebook marketplace. And so that was one thing. And then I had a good conversation with hopefully the small group I'm going to join with one of the leaders and just being able to talk to them and just to, you know, hear how God has worked in their group and what he's doing there and like the kind of the structure and things. And it just got me really excited. But like, that's another connection that didn't really plan for. Then the last one, well, there's two more. One is I went, I work remotely. And so I went in person this week. I try to go in person once a month just to be in person, catch up with the team and to be able to do some creative things, you know, on site. And so this Friday I was there in person and just getting to have some good conversations and encourage people. And maybe it wasn't entirely, you know, about faith or Jesus or whatever, which is absolutely okay. But there was still an element of positivity and encouragement rather than, you know, bringing people down or just like apathy or unenthusiasm in the work that we're doing. And it's like, I don't know the fruit of any of those things or what can happen, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to speak life into this rather than speaking, you know, I don't know, speaking death into it, which sounds really like maybe abrupt, but yeah, I'm going to try and speak life into this and speak hope into this conversation or into this situation that might be really challenging or frustrating for someone. And it was the night before that though, on Thursday, I ended up going to church with my mom and it was so good. Kurt is the pastor there and shout out to Kurt. Awesome, awesome job. And his sermon was on this idea of seeing these divine encounters and being aware of them. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I looked back at the week and I was like, wow, there's one there. There's one there. And like, I didn't even plan those. And it's just really cool to see, you know, how God can use any time, any situation, any conversation, you know, to plant those seeds. And part of Kurt's message included the BLESS acronym. And either it has been a long time since I've heard this and I've just totally forgotten it, or I've just been living under a rock for a long time and just have never heard it before until this last Thursday. And so I'll walk us through it a little bit. The B is begin with prayer. So this means where, you know, we're starting ideally the first thing in the morning, we're beginning with prayer and we're asking God to put a specific person on our heart or really to help us see someone that maybe he's wanting to reach or he's, you know, going to encourage us to have a conversation with just to see what he's doing and just to be aware. And it's like, okay, Lord, like, what do you have for me today? Who am I supposed to encourage today? And or who can I be a blessing to today? And so it's just being intentional 
immediately in the morning of pressing into what is God doing and who might that be? And we might not even know them, you know, to be honest, we might not even know them, but it's just pausing and considering and asking, okay, like, what do you want to do today, Lord? And just really, I look at it this way, you know, giving the Lord entire control over our lives where we are surrendering to his lordship where it's like yes lord you know whatever you have for me today i want to walk into that i want to step into that and i want to serve you well you know through that through whatever is on your heart and whatever you've called me into today i want to be a part of what you're doing today for the kingdom so that's number one and then number two is listen and this is specifically listening to people. So listening to our coworkers, to our friends. It could even be your parents, yes, or for, from your peers. Listening to people and what they're saying in the conversation, you know, could be just a really random occurrence and be like, oh my gosh, like, hey, I didn't expect to run into you here. And that actually happened. That was another one. I ran into a couple of my good friends when I got breakfast with my mom. She was up here visiting and we went to brunch, which we don't usually do, especially downtown. And I ran into two of my friends and it was just so fun. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so great. And it's just listening to what people are saying. And then, you know, maybe we'll be able to speak life into that. Maybe something will come out of that. And specifically, this next one is eat with them. And it's so cool because I was like, oh my gosh, it's, I was just thinking about texting you, you know, to the one friend. I was like, I told her, I'm like, I was just thinking about texting you to get lunch or get coffee or something, you know, for us to get together. Came across my mind. And she was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, I would love that, Addie. You know, we talked about, okay, what days would work. And so I still need to text her. So I'm going to text her. But that was such a special thing where I'm like, wow. And it really encouraged me just to see them and to also know like, yeah, like we're going to do that. And so the next thing, like I said, is to actually eat with them, which it's just ironic where I'm like, oh my gosh, I did that without even, you know, this was before I was there at church with my mom because I was visiting in Indy. So, so far we are on B-L-E, so now we're on S. The first S is serve them. So finding ways to serve them and to just, you know, be among them in that sense. Like, I would say, okay, if it's affordable, if it's, if you're able to, you could serve them in the way of paying for their meal or paying for their coffee. Serve them, you know, if you can't do that, by offering to pick them up if you are good friends even by asking questions in the conversation, you know, whether you get coffee, lunch or dinner, you know, whatever it is, you're breaking bread, but serve them by asking questions and taking an interest in them. And you never know where that conversation might lead, but that also helps just keep the conversation going as well. And so those are a couple ways to serve them. You can be really creative with that, but the biggest thing is just to, honestly, I just think about, you know, what it says in scripture, you know, just thinking about others, you know, how do we love others more, you know, thinking about them less than ourselves. So we should die into our flesh, die into ourselves. And then the last S to wrap it up is story. So this is specifically, we can share our story or at the end of this, we will have another story to tell like our community, maybe that small group or your close knit friends and to encourage one another, honestly, like these stories are so encouraging and so impactful, so powerful. Just this last Friday, so just a couple of days ago, Friday, 
I listened to the latest episode of the Whoa That's Good podcast, Sadie Robertson's podcast with Dee, and oh my gosh, that story was incredible. It was awesome. And yeah, I'll, I'll link it below because it just was really powerful. And they talked about prayer and how prayer is a seed and how depressing into that. And then just even today, I almost talked to my dad weekly on Sundays and that came up again about how prayer, it, we didn't get to that about how to see because I, at the time I was forgetting, I was like, wait, what, where was that? I knew there was something, but we talked about like how it's such a powerful, you know, it is so powerful that we can go to God and intercede on the behalf of others and pray for their salvation or pray for certain circumstances and things. And it's not just all for it to be, you know, good or, you know, the best or just to be fixed in things, but we can pray for change, you know, for the kingdom of God to come here. And it's like, that is incredible, incredible. Um, and it is a seed, you know, day by day. And so that just encouraged me to continue to, you know, press into prayer even more. So yeah, those are kind of some thoughts. And I know that was a longer theme of the week, if you will, but that was definitely one of the things that I was seeing throughout this week is like, wow, like that is crazy. Like one, two, three, four, four or five days throughout the week, like certain conversations are certain they're very small interactions but they did make a difference in some small way or they impacted me as well and you never know what God wants to do and so try that acronym bless this week I'm gonna try it this week because I wasn't intentionally trying it but wasn't unintentionally trying it but now to have this guide I really believe that's really helpful and so I'm excited for this week and what could happen with that. And it does connect to our main topic of this episode is see the good in everything. And in my office, it's really in my living room, but there's a flag. It's like a canvas flag and it's see the good in everything. And I've had that for, man, maybe a year and a half or maybe two years now. It feels like a long time. Maybe it hasn't been that long actually, but I look at that every day and sometimes it's really hard to see the good in everything. It, it can be just, it can just be really challenging, you know, with things going on in the world or just things, you know, happening, you know, in our lives personally, or we're just in different seasons and just like trusting the Lord that there is purpose in this season, that there is good in every day, even if it is not so I read that banner, flag, whatever you want to call it. I read that every day because I pass it. Like I'm, I work from home. I mean, I can see it like whenever I turn around and, you know, I look at Kodak or I say, you know, you need to go outside. I look at it every day and multiple times a day. And sometimes the days feel mundane or really similar especially, you know, working from home in that routine, we can just be like, oh, I'm just in that same pattern. It's like, it, what good is there in today? And there is good in every single day because God is in it. And also his mercies are new every morning. And it is such a gift to have every single hour, every single minute and moment. It absolutely is a gift. But sometimes our flesh and our perception, we can just get discouraged and tired and weary and 
so I'm really thankful for that reminder, a constant reminder. But honestly, like that is why starting the day with him, which is something that I'm trying to do even better at this year. For me, if my quiet time doesn't happen in the morning, it's immensely harder to make it happen in the evening. Not that it's impossible, but it takes so much more intentionality for me to make sure I fit it in. And I don't want to live that way where I'm trying to make God fit into my schedule, into my time. And so I've been trying to live, you know, each day or see each day through this lens of, okay, Lord, what good is there today? Like, show me that moment, you know, help my eyes see that. Like, where's the joy that you're rejoicing in? Especially in the winter when the days are dark earlier and there's snow around and it's all overcast and cloudy. If you're in the Midwest or Indiana or if it's winter where you're at, like, you understand that. Absolutely, probably do. And so sometimes, like, the days can feel repetitive, but it doesn't mean he isn't good. And one of my kind of, it's more of like a creative goal. It's a very fun creative goal for me personally. And it is taking a Polaroid every single day for 2024. So that is 366 photos, which is a lot of photos. And I know that, but I'm so pumped about it. And I haven't missed a day taking a photo, which like, praise the Lord, that's awesome. Just for 28 days of January as of now. And that's huge. But for me, that has been stretching me to, one, creatively, like, see how each day is, you know, different and, like, where the light is or where that joy is and just to capture maybe a special moment in that sense where there's beauty in the mundane and the steadiness and the slowness of winter, but also, like, what does God want me to press into more? in today and like to not take the day for granted because, you know, it gets dark at like 5.30 or 6 and it's like, shoot, I'm out of light, you know, to shoot. And it's like, okay, what can I take a photograph of? It's like, might be a lot of selfies, but that's okay. Like there is, there's so much that God wants to reveal to us and how he wants us to, you know, see the world through that lens. I know I've talked about it here before, like those God glasses that Dr. Randy has said, who I went to Israel with. And it's like having that lens of our God glasses, like we see the world differently. You know, it's Romans, I want to say it's 120, 121, but I know the verse and it's one of my favorite verses, but it's for his invisible attributes. Like that is how the world knows that God exists and that God is real. And it's so beautiful in any season, but especially like the simplicity of winter and the steadiness. Like I said, there's something beauty in that pace. And I've had this like on my lock screen. So I have different, you know, the focus modes and things. And so for Sabbath, it will pop on and it'll switch over. And I have this lock screen. I guess it's this quote. And I don't know who it's by, but I love it. And it's been there for a long time because it's just such a good reminder. And it says, there is grace and a pace for the season you're in. And before you know it, a new season will come. And even though new seasons have come and old seasons have gone, I still need that quote. Like I'm still encouraged by it every time because it's the first part. There's grace and a pace for the season that you're in. And 
even if it's hard to find the good and everything, to see the good that God's doing. Yeah, it might be harder, you know, because like this world is not perfect. And there are a million things fighting for our attention, you know, to take us away and to bring us down and to make us not be joyful, you know, to steal the happiness, you know, which is totally different than joy, totally different. But of course, he wants to do that. So it is hard. It will be a challenge. Like it is a fight daily to see the good and everything. But my friend, there's so much good around our world and especially what God is doing. And so really it's a call up for myself and hopefully to you as well. An encouragement of let's look at the good that he's doing. And I don't want to be someone who sways away from that. You know, want to be able to proclaim that boldly and be excited about it. And it's not just like the toxic positivity, those kinds of things. It's like, no, God is always doing something new. Ecclesiastes 3, there's a time for everything. There's a season for everything. And I want to be in that constant communication with him and just be a part of what he's doing. And it's like, the small moments, they matter to the Lord just as much as the big, you know, the mountaintop moments, those small moments where we're climbing up the mountain or we're going down, we're descending, you know, maybe into a harder season. Every single moment, every single step matters. The Lord sees it. He cares. He sees you and it's all important to him and there's still beauty. There's still good in it. And I know I've probably said this so much, but there can be a balance to holding both joy and sorrow, joy and grief for the Christian, for the believer. And it's not easy at all. There are deeply sad things. There can be seasons of grieving and even like days of, of grieving, but then also like finding the joy where there is joy and to celebrate that life that is still there. So yeah, let's see the good in everything. That's my encouragement. That's really what I've been trying to do for this past month and for this entire year. And so I'm really excited to, you know, take all those photos because it just is like this blank canvas of what is going to happen? What does God want to do? And what are the conversations that are going to be had? What are the encounters? Like, how is the gospel going to be shared? There are so many things, you know, even if it's not I don't know, black and white as it may seem, God is in the midst of everything. His hand is in it. And I don't want to forget what a blessing it is to be able to see the good in everything. So, yeah. I pray that you will be able to see the good in everything, friend. Wherever you are, whatever season you find yourself in, will you be able to see the good in everything? And... Yeah, that's just the, the idea, the topic that I've been thinking about really for most of this month, I guess kind of December as well, but really January as we get into the new year and we usher into that. And just remember, like, there is grace and a pace for the season you're in. And before you know it, a new season will come. I love that quote so much. I really wish I knew who it was by, but it's so, so good. And... The last thing I really hope that we'll be able to integrate this into the podcast 
is a review of the week. And so if you've been listening to this podcast and you've gotten something out of it, some kind of encouragement, it would mean seriously so much to me just to know that, you know, God's working, God's encouraging you as he's encouraging me and putting these things in my heart. I love doing this, but also like I want to be able to bless more people. That's really why I'm doing this podcast because I feel compelled as a creative to use the gifts that God's given me. And I say that so much on this podcast of using the gifts that God's given you. All that to say, if the podcast has encouraged you at any, you know, any time, doesn't have to be this episode, previous ones, love. If you could go to Apple Podcasts specifically, you can go to Spotify and hit the rate button and then give it so many stars. That is huge. That is awesome as well. But specifically, Apple Podcasts, go into the show and go leave a review. You do the stars, but then you also type and post a review. That is huge. That will just help so many more friends find the show. And I think it'd be a lot of fun to read a review of the week on the podcast. So hopefully that's where this segment will go towards the end of the episode, just to encourage one another and just to hear from more friends about, you know, what God's doing in their corner of the world and their life. And it will just spur us on to continue to seeing the good in everything and to continue to share the gentle love of Jesus wherever we go. And with that, thank you for being a part of my week and being here for another episode. I'll be praying you guys have a great week, friends. And until next time, continue to carry the gentle love of Jesus wherever you go.